The following knot you would be hired for tying such a knot on Shabbat. As kosher tying is one of the 39 Malach. Now, some reason of hold, you're only hired for tying a knot on Shabbat if it's a permanent knot in Kesha Shokayama. And it's also a mic to Uman at the type of knot that is tied by a craftsman. However, if the knot is not a Kesha Shokayama, it's not a permanent knot. Or if not a mic to Uman, it's not the type of knot that's necessarily done by a craftsman, you would not be hired for tying such a knot on Shabbat. However, it would be also Midarabana if it's either a Kesha Shokayama or a Maitha Uma. However, other we show them hold that if the knot is a Kesha Shokayama, it's a permanent knot. Even if the knot is not a Maitha Uma, it's not a knot that's necessarily done by craftsmen, you are kind of tying such a knot on Shabbat. Kesha Hagamala, the Kesha Hasapana. A knot that is done on a camel or on a boat is a Kesha Shokayama, it's a permanent knot. They would pump the hole in the nose of the camel and tie a rope into that hole. And then they would tie that rope with the Kesha Shokayama with a permanent knot. And so too, they would puncture a hole at the end of a boat and put a rope through that hole and tie that rope with the Kesha Shokayama with a permanent knot. So therefore, you are hired for tying a knot in a camel on a boat on Shabbat. And just like you're hired for tying such a knot on Shabbat, you'd also be hired for untying such a knot on Shabbat. It's not here to untie is also an out malach, it's also one of the 39 malachas, and you would be hired for untying such a knot on Shabbat. A man says anytime you tie a knot on Shabbat, that you're able to untie that knot with one hand, you would not be hired for tying such a knot. And since you did not tie the knot so tightly, and you're able to untie the knot with one hand, that's not the type of knot that you're hired for tying on Shabbat. There are some knots that somebody would tie on shop that you would not be hired for tying those knots. Unlike a knot that is tied to the nose of a camel or to the end of a boat. If a knot that is tied to the nose of the camel or to the end of the boat is a catcher for camel, it's a permanent knot. So you're hired for tying those knots on shop. However, there are other knots that are only semi-permanent and therefore you would not be hired for tying those knots on shop. However, it would be awesome but abundant since it's semi-permanent. Now, which knots is the mission referring to that are semi-permanent, that are only awesome but abundant? The mission is not elaborate. However, the Gemara explains that we're referring to a rope that is used to tie down a camel. That after a rope is inserted into the hull in the nose of the camel, and that rope is tied with the Kesha Shakayama, another rope is taken that's tied to the rope that's in the nose of the camel. And that rope is used to tie down the camel. And the camel is tied down for a week or two, and then it would be untied. So that knot is only semi-permanent, and would only be off the middle of it. And the measure is also referring to a rope that is used to tie down a boat. And after a rope is inserted into the end of the boat, and that rope is tied down with a cash or shokayama with a permanent knot, another rope is taken that's tied to that rope. And that rope is used to tie down the boat for a week or two, and it's tied with a semi-permanent knot, and that rope would also be also mitarabana to tie it down. Since it is semi-permanent, however, you would not be high in our Torah. Since after a week or two, you would untie that rope. A woman is allowed to tie the strap to her garment on Shabbat. They used to wear a garment that had straps by the shoulder. And the right strap was tied over her left shoulder. And the left strap was tied over her right shoulder. And the knots that are tied to those straps are not even semi-permanent. They're not permanent at all. She would tie and untie those straps every time she wears her garment. 
So since those knots are tied and untied every single time she wears a garment, even with our button, it would be mutter to tie those knots on Shabbat. The chutei spacha, a woman is also allowed to tie the strap to her hairnet on Shabbat. And they used to be strapped to the hairnet that a woman would wear on her head. And those straps are also tied and untied every time she wears her hat, so since they're not permanent at all, she's allowed to tie those straps on Shabbat. The shops in Sky, she's also allowed to tie the straps to her girdle on Shabbos for the same reason. And these straps are also tied and untied every time she wears her girdle. So they're not even semi-permanent and it's mutter even at Arbana to tie those straps. Uritsuo's minovit bandle. You're also allowed to tie the straps to a shoe or a sandal on Shabbos. And again, every time you wear the shoe or the sandal, you would tie and untie the straps. And therefore, it's mutter even at Arbana to tie those straps. But know those yayim v'shemen. You can also tie the straps to flasks of wine and oil on Shabbos. And they would tie down the flask of wine and oil, and every time they wanted to take the wine or oil from the flask, they would untie the flask. So therefore, those knots, since they're frequently tied and untied, they're not permanent at all, and it would be mutter, even with Rabbana, to tie and untie them on Shabbos. You can also tie and untie the straps to a pot of meat on Shabbos. And sometimes they would put a piece of cloth on top of a pot of meat, and that piece of cloth would tie it down. And every time they would take out the meat, they would untie that piece of cloth, and therefore since it was tied and untied frequently, it is not a permanent knot at all, and it's most of the time untied those knots on shot. Probably the other Minyaku said, they're allowed to tie a rope in front of an animal, so that the animal cannot go out of its stall. And they would take a rope and tie it on both ends, so that the animal will be trapped in its stall and cannot go out. Even though you're tying the rope on both ends, and even if you tie two ropes, one on top of the other, it would be mutter to tie those ropes on Shabbos. Since those ropes are not tied in a permanent way, as every time you want to let the animal out, you have to untie the ropes, therefore it would be mutter to tie those ropes on Shabbos. You're allowed to tie a pail to be suspended over a well on Shabbos if you use a girdle, but not if you use a regular rope. And if you use a girdle, the knot that you tie will not be a permanent knot. Since when you want to use a girdle, you're going to untie it and take the girdle away. So therefore, it would be mutter to tie that knot on Shabbos. But you cannot tie the pail with the regular rope. As if you use a regular rope, you're going to tie it with a permanent knot. And therefore, that would be also on Shabbos. Rabbi Huda Mazda. Rabbi Huda permits tying the pail with a rope on Shabbos. Now, certainly Rabbi Huda is not referring to a regular rope. And if you tie a pail with a regular rope, that would be a Kesher Shofiyama, a permanent knot. Rabbi Huda is referring to a weaver's rope. According to Rabbi Huda, you can tie the pail with a weaver's rope since you would not tie it with a permanent knot since the weaver will want to take his rope back. However, there are buttonholes that you cannot even tie the pail with a weaver's rope, even though that's not a permanent knot at all. As there are buttonholes where geyser, that you cannot tie the pail with a weaver's rope unless you come to tie the pail with a regular rope as well. Klau Amar Rabbi Huda. Rabbi Huda said the general rule with regards to tying knots on Shabbos. Any knot that is not a permanent knot, you would not be high for tying such a knot on Shabbos. And the Beforshim asked, why is Rabbi Huda telling us this that it has no relevance to the previous statement of Rabbi Huda? And certainly the Rabbanan would not argue with this clause. The Rabbanan also agreed that a knot that is not permanent, you would not be high for tying it on Shabbos. So the Beforshim explained, so Rabbi Huda wants us to make a deal. He wants us to infer from his words that any knot that is permanent, you would be tied for tying such a knot, even if the knot that you tie is a bow, 
Well, Rabbana argued, Rabbana holds that you're not hired for tying a bow on Shabbos, even if you tie it in a permanent way. 